Moving on, we've got the uh, East. The uh, East. I thought you said Weast. Weast. Um, <laughs> so we both got the Cowboys atop the division at 11 and 6. Um, I think we can, like, take what we had for last year before Dak got hurt and just copy and paste it. Like, Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. This offense is nuts. It um, is nutballs. Yeah. The line health is obviously there, the, the assumption being made. Um, their defense is, should be, like, maybe a little better, but they still won't be good. So this team is going to be shootout fantasy goodness a lot of the time, I think. Definitely. Um, Dan Quinn helps them for sure on defense, I think, because he's one of those guys who I believe is just best as a coordinator. Yeah, he agreed. It's so, written in the, yeah, it's, what's what's the term? It's uh, the writings on the wall. Mm-hmm. I, it's just he's not a great head coach, but he does seem to put together a good defense. And Micah Parsons. Yeah, adding him and Basham, I liked. Their uh, their defense, their, I mean, their draft was very, very, very heavily. Was it an all defense? All <laughs> defense. I mean, in, like entirely defense. Uh, this They've got a few guys on here that I think are worth mentioning. The first is Osa... Um, Odigazua? Seems right. Had a pretty high draft grade. Uh, he impressed me when I was watching film on him. Uh, of course, they still have Van Der Esch. They just need him to stay healthy. Yep. <laughs> they do have Keanu Neal. They just need him to stay healthy. But they also have Jalen Smith, now Micah Parsons, and they drafted this guy, Jabril Cox, who somehow fell to them in the fifth round, and that guy <laughs> is potentially like a first string, like, field general linebacker mm-hmm. uh, out of LSU, and that is pretty scary. I also like one of their corners. That's Trayvon Diggs. I yeah. do not know anything about the other one. <laughs> I don't think he's anything really special, but they have one good corner, some of the best linebackers in the league, and a decent pass rush. Um, their defense is going to take a step up, and their line is healthy. Yeah, they've got Except some for Zach Martin, talent. who has COVID. Um, yeah. But, you know... Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll save it for the preview. There's a there's a tiny chance he plays Thursday, apparently. Really? Yeah, if they can, like, get him a negative in the morning and then fly him out for the game. So, but Ooh. that, yeah, there's, like, a tiny chance that they could have him. But I mean, you know Jerry Jones is going to fly his personal Oh, yeah, put him, on, put him on a plane. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Dallas offense, 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 maybe a little defense. I could see, like... I could see there being the occasional game where the Dallas defense like kind of gets hype. Like mm-hmm. maybe maybe like week five they have they catch Daniel Jones on a bad night. Um, trying to think who else they could maybe take advantage <laughs> of. Like I mean honestly like Fitzpatrick they could maybe put him in a bind. Like basically mm-hmm. like I could see them putting their division in like on like uh, in a bad spot potentially in a couple of games. But we can go to the next team in the division that we've got finishing second, uh, the Washington Football Team who. I thought they said they were going to have a name by the season, but they still don't. Um, uh, so the this is kind of cool. Um, the team president, I do like. So Washington football team had a complete makeover, uh, which was good. <laughs> After the cheerleading scandal and all of the uh-huh. sexism going on there, they have changed. It is a 90% front office turnover. Wow. Which is 90%. good for them. <laughs> uh, team president seems really grounded and just i like him a lot already he basically came out and said we're down to three names 
We will announce it during the 70th anniversary of the team, um, and that's sometime next year. Um, But they are hopefully, I mean, they still are owned by Dan Schneider, which is unfortunate because he stinks. But, you know, changing some things around. It's good to get rid of your front office when your front office is sexist. Um, And I can get behind that, which makes me happy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, like, a mess of an organization for the last however long. But I'm glad it seems like they're doing some things right. And I know you're kind of, like, around some of the, you know on the talkings of the team a bit around town a bit more so right yeah but no this team is is exciting with their potential um fits magic um as long as we get the magic uh like we did last year and not the tragic um i mean he's got terry deami brown uh curtis samuel apparently he's driving adam humphreys they got logan thomas gibson and of course you know they'll use jd mckissick because they want to um (laughs) <laughs> like they've got, uh, they've got more talent on offense. It's just, I mean, they've got their great defense. It's just a matter of like O line and Fitzpatrick. Like the quarterback play is the main issue here. Like if they had again akin to Denver, if they had top flight quarterback play, this would be a really good team. Yeah, exactly. Their O line is not bad. They've got pieces. Terry McLaurin's amazing. Um, I think Deami Brown is really good, but he's going to be probably a weight piece. Just you know. Gonna gonna take a little while, but when he gets in there, I think he'll be mm-hmm. really good. Uh, their linebacker, I mean, their defense is just disgusting. I don't have to just say their linebackers. Their whole defense is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy Especially I gotta mention, front. yeah, is uh, my boy Jarrett Patterson. Oh, uh, I yeah. just love this guy. Uh, he's one of the classic. You're never gonna make it in the NFL, people. And you did when you get <laughs> told that over and over again. Years a huge chip on your shoulder, and he is 5'7", 5'8". He's really short. Everyone said, you're not going to make it in the NFL. You're too short. He went undrafted and is now the third string running back. So he did make the team. He made the 53. Mm-hmm. And he also set the uh, tied the all-time touchdown record in college football for a game with mm-hmm. eight. <laughs> eight in one game. That's nuts. Um, it's kind of ridiculous. No one's heard of him. I understand he's behind Gibson, but if anything were to happen to Gibson in the sense that he has to miss any time at all, McKissick is your 1B, like, pass-catching guy. His role will stay the same. It will stay the same. But Patterson will jump ahead from 3 to 1. There's there's not, like, 2 is set. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I would call it, like, column A and column B. McKissick is alone in column B. Right. And then, yeah, (laughs) column A is Gibson, then Patterson. Right. Um, I got so much hype. I really, really hope this guy pans out. He actually grew up a Washington fan as well. Ah, he grew up in the cool. area. So there's, ah, man, that would be really cool. He looks he looks really good whenever you watch. And they gave him one punt return in the preseason. Said, all right, you're doing great. Let's see if you can return a kick. And he had, a, like, a 37-yard return. And they were like, okay. <laughs> yep, That definitely helped this case to stay, yeah. Um, earlier, before we were talking about top defenses, I, I feel bad. I forgot to mention Washington. That was who I was forgetting among those like top four defenses in the league, probably. Like, oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. This defense is nuts. Like, it's just can Fitz play well again? Like, if he doesn't, <laughs> like, I don't. I want. I'm not sure what the leash is on like Fitz to Heineke. I really don't know either. Because like um, they like Heineke, and he they do. He played well against the Bucks too. Like, it's the thing. <laughs> and I think that. 
they're all really mature with Rivera and Fitz. And I think if, like, they could do that in a way that Fitz wouldn't even get hurt by it. Rivera would just be like, hey, it's not your game. Let's We're going to put Heineke in there, all right, man? And, like, we'll get you back next week. Yeah, that's right. like I could easily see them, like, putting in Heineke, but then going back to Fitz the next week. Yeah. Like yeah. And, and I think that they're both adults and, like, smart and understand that winning is the most important. And I think that if Fitz wasn't doing well, they'd put in Heineke and... Mm-hmm. They could just keep doing that. Uh, I've got uh, decent hopes for Washington this year. Their defense is just so good, it's hard for me not to give them an above 500 at this rate. Yeah, so you've got their record panning out a lot better. You've got them 10-7. and seven. i got them 8-9. and nine. Um, There's a, probably a couple spots where we differ. Um, I'm looking at like some of the ones that were close for me. Um, so we, I've actually got them losing week one, um, and that might be one of them you have them getting. That's but, one I'm really torn on right yeah. now. And then also, like, so there are some that I assume we share, but the the division is part of it, too. I was torn on, do they split with Philly and the Giants? That's probably it for us. Like, if you have them sweeping Philly and the Giants, Giants, <laughs> the Giants. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you have them sweeping Philly and the Giants, um, <laughs> then that would be the, that would get them to 10. Um I think that's part of it. I have them sweeping Philly. Yeah, I barely gave it to the Giants. I just think the Giants might come on some late, and I don't know if Washington is, like, at that level to sweep Philly. But if they do just beat them all both times, like, the thing is the the Giants line isn't good. So, like, Washington could just thrash them both times, and I might give them that win and put them at nine. But I don't know if they sweep Philly. I think Philly can, like, figure something out enough. But... So I, I, yeah, maybe I mean, they I'll have that kind of like offense that can I think win potentially any against you know any team really because they can just sort of squeak out some offensive stuff out of Hertz and Devonte Smith and Miles Sanders and a lot of that kind of stuff. But, yeah, uh, but the, their first game is at Philly, so like, like if they steal that away game, like and Philly's trying to adjust for two weeks later to go to Washington, that might make it kind of tough on them though. Mm-hmm. So like. I barely gave Giants that last game, too. I might switch it back to Washington if they're, like, in the hunt, though. But, like... Right, it's week 18. Yeah. So, like, I may I may say I have them in nine wins. I have them, like, eight or nine wins. Ten is definitely realistic, too. But I don't think above ten is... I don't, I don't know if they go above ten. Like, I, I couldn't really put them... I couldn't justify putting them more than ten wins on anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. I couldn't go above ten, either. And I mm-hmm. still had Dallas beating them out. Yeah, I think I have them splitting with Dallas, but... Because this division, like, always, like, they just beat the shit out of each other every year. And that's part of why, like, <laughs> this is one of the divisions where I'm like, okay, I'm probably going to have them all split. It happens every year in this division. They hate each other. Mm-hmm. It's fueled by hate. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's lazy. I'll just, like, turn it on to, like, wreck each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on, we've got the Giants. We both have them at 5 and 12. I was more excited about the Giants, and then now everyone got fucking hurt. And then, Yeah. I know. I felt like I was talking about them a lot. Like they made good improvements, but then I do their schedule, and I'm just struggling to give them like a good record. Yeah, and like the problem was like I realized when I was like torn on a couple of games, like the Atlanta and the Raiders ones. I'm like, okay, shit. Let me like reevaluate my whole outlook on this team because like I was kind of into drafting Daniel Jones in this team, but then like Kenny Galladay, like his hammy's a thing, like. As in, like, it's hurt, and, like, I'm not sure if he's going to, like, I've not seen confirmation about him week one. And, like, he said, like, he admitted that the team might start slow. And 
if the like the <laughs> the offensive line might need to gel a bit, um, yeah. like, and then like Tony's not had much time with the team, Saquon's not had time with the team, like they've all been hurt, and like Ingram might not play right away. Like, I, there's just so much uncertainty, and this team has not gotten a chance to like play together at all until like this season fucking starts until week one, pretty much, and like even then they might all be there, so. That's why, that's part of why I gave them a Washington game late, because I'm like, I think this team will be a lot better once we get to the second half of the year. They've had time to play together as a team, and Kenny Galladay is hopefully healthy and stuff. But hard schedule, injuries start, like, starting out the year with everybody hurt is never good. And so I'm pulling back some of my potential Giants excitement. And your first two games are Denver and Washington defense. Yeah, I know that. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's a bummer. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's just a bad time. I'm sorry, Danny. Um, like, so, and it's on a short week. Yeah, there it's Sunday then Thursday, so they're. <laughs> uh-huh. And so, like, guys that miss week one might not be back for week two. Like, I'm not sure what the status on some of these guys are. I think so. Okay, Saquon's got to play. Um, I think Tony plays. I'm really not sure about Galladay. I don't think Ingram plays. Um, like a lot of guys are just like banged up right now, which sucks to start. So yeah. they'll have a couple of games where they do well and like they pop off. Like, it, like maybe Atlanta's defense is bad. Like they go to New Orleans and pop off, or like Carolina game, Raiders game, Philly, Dallas. Even like there are enough games for them to like show what they were going for, even if they're not good on the year. Right, like their defense could shut down. The you know, Panthers. their defense is good. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, everyone's excited about the Denver defense week one. I'm like, what about the Giants defense? Like, that could be a thing. Oh, definitely. I think both of them. You know, just spoiler ahead, but for week one, you could probably start either of them. Yeah, that game is atrocious. <laughs> I mean, you know, James Bradbury and Adoree Jackson and Jabril Peppers and Logan Ryan in your secondary, and then you know, up front. You did lose Dalvin Tomlinson, but you still have Leonard Williams. He's pretty good at the run stop. Looking through this team, like the, the defense is solid. I'm looking at the offense. It's tough to feel good fantasy wise because of all the injury. Like if we're saying Saquon is going to play all year, or at least you know start the year and like be good to go, then like he's there. But aside from him, like it's tough to get confident about the rest of these guys with all the injuries. I mean, maybe we see Tony come on later in the year, but it's. A tough sell on kind of everything but um I guess we can move on to the eagles do you want to do you want to start <laughs> <sighs> well the eagles probably won't be good <laughs> <laughs> that i so nick sirianni from what i've seen so far i do not have any faith in the guy i'm sorry and uh that's kind of important <laughs> i think they have a lot of holes in a lot of places on their team their offensive line is like really good at three of the five is really good and then the other two aren't and then they have no depth no no yep that's been and this is a team that gets a lot of hurt a lot Um, (laughs) it's uh man i just here's the thing i think jalen hurts and Devontae Smith are going to be a really, really good fantasy option down the stretch. Um, I don't think Jalen Hurts is a top five fantasy quarterback. I I do think he might be in the top ten because of his legs. 
Yeah, um, he he gets those rushing points we've seen with quarterbacks, even if they don't have the passing numbers, if they're going to run for near 100 yards a game, they're relevant. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. I think this might be one of Miles Sanders' better years because I think the sheer amount of volume he might finally get might be really <laughs> high. And he should be pretty well rested because they didn't use him whatsoever for like <laughs> three years. So hopefully he's good to go and, you know, he gets a lot of PPR from Hertz if he need you know, options and dump-offs. Um, but <laughs> my problem with the Eagles' offense right now is I think it's essentially split into thirds. I think one-third of it, as in removing outside of Hertz, because otherwise it would be fourths, but I'll say thirds. I think it's either Miles Sanders, the tight ends collectively, or Devontae Smith. I think it's pretty concentrated. I do not believe in Ray Gore whatsoever. He was drafted last year, and they brought in a whole new offensive scheme, and he might just be completely not a part of it. Yeah, well, I feel like they misused him last year, too. I, I'm holding I'm holding out hope for Ray Gore that, like, they use him properly this year. Because, like, I don't think he's... I don't, I don't think he's bad, but... I don't either. I just... I have no scope of whether or not this is like I don't know what their offensive identity is going to be yeah, except for Hertz scrambling <laughs> yeah like Hertz will run the ball Mata Sanders will get it the tight ends the tight ends will get the ball Devonta Smith will get the ball and then yep. yeah like you said those guys so it will be concentrated probably and then like Ragor is the fact the like wild card of you know and of course there will be the Boston Scott game at some point like of course <laughs> <laughs> it always happens. But um, yeah, PPR, Devontae Smith should be pretty good in PPR. I think he's going to get a lot of targets from Hurts. Yeah. The connection there seems very natural to me. Yeah, I'm super curious like how his rookie year is. Because like, we love Devontae Smith. Super good. Just a matter of like the passing volume that the Eagles provide him. I don't know what that'll be like. But <laughs> yeah, interesting uh, interesting team here. Oh, they do have Minshew now as the backup. So, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It actually works kind of better, you know? He's kind mm-hmm. of a good backup for Hertz because he yeah. can scramble too. Yeah, uh, they're, yeah not, they're as, not as well. Yeah, they're they're fairly different, but yeah, they both have some like passing limitations though. <laughs> I guess on that front, I'm um, so, right. yeah. <laughs> the, they'll, it's they'll not run... as big of a shock for the rest of the offense when yeah. she goes in as opposed to like well, what what the hell was his was name it, was last? It, wasn't year? it? Wait, I thought Flacco was her backup. Last Flacco, year. that's yeah. it. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so, so yeah, three. I have him at three, three wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have him pretty low. So, uh, I think I gave be. them. I think I gave them four. Yeah, I kind of. Or no, I, I, I agreed on three wins. Yeah, pretty low, but because um, you know what, they probably will beat Dallas at uh-huh. one point. I'm, you know, I should give them one of those. <laughs> it's just they just do it. 